about my life experiences and how they've shaped me in building self-awareness and in return, finding ease in life. So I was about to go to bed and then I was thinking, oh, tomorrow's usually the day I release my podcast and yet I haven't recorded anything. I'm not inspired. So I'm just going to give myself permission to not release something tomorrow. But then I was thinking, like, where do you find the balance of giving yourself leniency for not following through with, say, a commitment that you made to yourself versus pushing yourself to just get it done? And so uh, I actually got to thinking about the book The Artist's Way, mainly because it came up on my TikTok feed and the whole point, not the whole point, but one of the main points of the book, The Artist's Way, is that you do it even if you aren't inspired. Because the idea that you should only produce something creative when you are inspired, uh, it's kind of a false ideology. And I've heard from other creators that sometimes it was during the times when they weren't inspired at all that they created some of their best things. And from my experience, I haven't really experienced that too much. Because, uh, for example, I started a drawing journal back in 2021 when I was going through my divorce. And My divorce was very painful and the biggest heart break and ache and pain that I've ever felt at that time. And let me tell you, being a lesbian, when you suffer your first heartbreak, your first lesbian heartbreak, it is hard, really hard. And... There were nights when I spent the evening or all night just on the floor, literally crying. But there was something that came out of all that pain and suffering that I went through. And it was me starting to draw again, and I started a drawing journal When I was a kid, I did like drawing, but I wasn't encouraged to draw because my parents, you know, being the typical Korean parents, anything artistic or creative, they never really encouraged me to do those things because they didn't think that there was any value in that and that you can't make a living from that. And that was really disheartening for me growing up because I think I was a really creative person kid but because I wasn't nurtured that way or modeled the, the um, a way that I could be creative and to embrace that I kind of put it aside but looking back you know when I was in say an art class during my elementary days I I loved drawing but I I wanted to draw perfect even even during that that, that age the idea of drawing something perfect 
I strived for perfection so much of my life to the point where I would trace other drawings and fake it and hope that my art teacher wouldn't catch me. And I even remember this one time, my art teacher at the time, she told the whole class, I can tell if you've traced something, so don't even try it with me. I remember her saying this so clearly because I had submitted two drawings that I had traced. And then when I heard the art teacher say this, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to get caught. But she didn't think that I had traced the drawings that I had submitted. So inside I was probably giggling. I don't really know exactly what my response was. I was probably more relieved that I didn't get caught because at that time I I was so caught up in academics and, and wanting to get good grades. So I was probably more relieved that I didn't get caught. But... I didn't continue on with the art classes, and I don't know exactly the reason why. But then when in high school, I remember the there was a option that I could choose, and it was dance class. And at that time, there weren't too many high schools that offered dance as an option. And I don't know what went through my mind that day, but I signed up for that dance class. And I remember the first time I stepped into that room. It was the first day of the dance class. We all sat in a circle. And sitting in my chair, I remember thinking to myself, what am I doing here? I do not belong here. But I stayed anyways. And... As I continued on with the dance class, my dance teacher ended up being my all-time favorite teacher that I ever had. And I ended up being one of her favorite students as well. We developed a really close relationship. I, I would sometimes come to school early or I'd go and visit her during some of the, the breaks that I had to see if she were in her office and then I would just hang out. And uh, she would let me just hang out. And sometimes we even walked home together because she did live in the same direction as me in the same community. So sometimes we would even walk home together. And so, yeah, I had a really special relationship with my dance teacher. And that dance class, that dance option that I took in high school ended up being the start of a new obsession that I had developed because for me, and, and, I, and this still reigns true, when I find something that I am excited about that is fun for me, I get really obsessed with it. Like I dive all in. And that dance class, I developed a huge passion for dancing. And back then in high school for me, I still had a lot of trouble articulating the way that I felt or the way that I wanted to express myself or I didn't even realize how much I was trying to find a way to express myself. 
put it was through this dance class, I found an avenue to express myself without words. And so I, I loved it so much. And part of that dance class was that she would often get us to do kind of journal entries, either about one of the dances that we had to choreograph or one of the projects. Or I think in general, it was just like a, a diary too, just to reflect on on dance and she told me this she read one of my entries and she said to me that she just was reading it and she was like wow 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 like so much expression to what she was reading that a, a fellow teacher was like okay what are you reading over there and she actually had the other teacher read my journal entry and for me that was really the first time uh, a teacher really saw like value in me and so it was really touching for me for to receive that recognition especially through dance too because I don't think I even ever told my parents that I took dance as an option I kind of kept it a secret because I already knew that they would not support me in taking dance but because it was through school uh, I could justify things like well this is for school right and so also like during that time I did I was uh, I was a huge jock when I was younger as well I loved all sports I just loved the physical activities the most and Sports as well, my parents wouldn't really let me join any extracurricular sports outside of school. So anything that was related to school, that was my opportunity to try it out. And I could say it was for school, so my parents would allow me to. And with the dance class, uh, I, I, f I feel like I was so blessed because... Even if I think about it today, like back then, it, like in the city that I went to high school in during that time, I think my high school was the only one that had dance as an option. So for that to have just been available to me, I think I was really blessed. And I'm glad that even though I second guessed myself that I didn't belong in that class, that I stayed anyways. And so I continued taking dance class all throughout high school. And then I pursued it after high school as well. I joined, my idea was like I wanted to join one of the biggest dance studios there was in the city because probably that's the best place to learn. That's how I just picked it. And through there I met a lot of other dancers and they became my friends. And then I, I got invited to join a dance crew and... I would go to different dance conventions and I'd get awards and I'd get recognized and I would do these dance performances and what as well and people would compliment me and yet there was this whole side of me that was developing that my parents didn't even know about. But then one time I had this dance show that I did 
and again, I didn't tell my parents, but then to my surprise, I, f- I found out that my parents were there. And I was really surprised. I don't even know how they found out. But after the dance performance, I, I ran into my mom in the bathroom. And that's how I found out that my parents had come. Because I just randomly ran into my mom in the bathroom after the performance. And then I'm like, like Mom, what are you here doing here, right? How did you find out? And then my mom's response, though, was, when are you going to quit dancing? And that really made me upset. It, it wasn't the first time my mom had said something like that before. Um, I think the first time that she found out that I was dancing, she did tell me to quit and that it's not something worth pursuing. I don't know exactly her words, but I remember her clearly saying that you should quit dancing. And I th- I think that was the first time I really got upset and got angry with my mom. And so that was the first time I really talked back at her and started to cry in front of her. I've been angry at her before, but never with tears. And so I... didn't ignore what she says because it it did impact me but I had to really take a stand for myself and be like if my parents don't support me in this and if they don't see how much that I love this well then I need to do this anyways for myself and I need to stop pleasing my parents and so dance actually ended up being one of the first avenues where I was really choosing myself for the first time This is actually my first time really realizing this. So dance was my first avenue of really expressing myself through creativity. And I had stayed a dancer, I think, for at least 10 years or so, uh, traveling to different dance conventions, to different dance competitions. Uh, I won one. And um, the main style of dance that I got into was break dancing. And yeah, I didn't continue on with it, but I am so grateful that dance came into my life. And years later, I it's so interesting, my dance journey, um, because I went back to sports eventually, because sports was my first love. And also through sports, that could be another story that I can get into, but through sports I found also my avenue to express and to release and to really see how how much through physical activity that I came to value my body and to pursue the things that I really enjoyed. Um... But back to my dancing, um, I had, as much as I loved dance, when I quit dancing, I quit because I had kind of lost my fire for it. I, I, I just couldn't come up with any dance moves anymore, and I just lost my inspiration. I lost that flame for it, and so I completely quit dancing, 
And then I remember even this one time I had this uh, woman's group gathering at my place. And one of the girls there, who is my friend, good friend right now, she suggested that we just dance in the circle. And it's so fascinating for me to even just say this still and to be just to look back and see my journey with dancing it was way too vulnerable for me to dance again and I realized when I first started to dance yes it was a way for me to express myself but it was also I took it from this perspective of like still wanting to perfect dance to perform the moves right to get the choreography right to memorize everything right but then when I, later in my life, when I danced, came back into it, I didn't have interest in wanting to execute moves, but I just wanted to dance however I felt. Like, I always had this dream about being a lyrical dancer. The thing I loved about lyrical was that it seemed so beautiful and graceful and expressive and I didn't think I could be a person to move my body in that way and still to this day I I don't think that I that's really my style but I'd like to develop my own style because I don't need to mimic anybody else is what I'm seeing and so that day when my friend suggested to let's just dance in the circle I couldn't do it and she even saw how uncomfortable I was so she she then later on suggested okay we all then just close our eyes face outside of the circle so we're not looking at each other and we just move to the song and they were even playing a song that I really really loved still to this day it's one of my favorite songs but I just I still couldn't do it even though I knew nobody was looking at me I still use it as my excuse that they're probably going to look at me anyways they're probably going to watch me but I can't remember what really got me to just fully embrace dancing again and even though it felt way more vulnerable this time around it was such a huge avenue for me to again express but really to express from a heart space and now knowing this I I I say I love dancing again but not in a technical way but just moving my body to how I how the music inspires me to move and so I've had several dance parties for one in my living room And I've even, to the point, shared some of my dancing on TikTok. Actually, when I first heard about TikTok, I I had this idea or heard from somebody that it's just a bunch of people dancing on TikTok. And I thought, oh, that sounds really fun. But then at that time, I still couldn't get myself to record myself and be part of TikTok. It it was lesbian TikTok that actually got me on board to TikTok, (laughs) not the dancing part of TikTok. Um, but yeah, so I would have dance parties for one at my place and eventually when I started to go into 
sapphic events and lesbian dance parties, I would go on the dance floor by myself and just dance by myself on the dance floor. And I didn't care if I was uh, by myself or if people were watching. I was just going to have a good time because I loved to dance. And I remember even at this, at one event, somebody ended up watching me and then they got to the point where they came up to me and commented and say, and said, this whole thing here that you're doing, dancing by yourself, it's such a vibe. And, (laughs) um, I chuckled at that and I, I still, it was nice to receive, but I just had to say to myself, like, I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it because I want to do it. And again, it's for my inner child. I spent a lot of the last few years really wanting to embrace my inner child and let her take the lead in my life because she really does come from a a heart-led space and she's never led me astray or in the wrong direction and so I make it a point to really create safe spaces for her so that she can fully discover and explore the world and yeah to bring dance back into my life it's it's been very rewarding and fulfilling and very therapeutic for my soul interesting how this podcast has developed to my love of dance and but I actually really love it that this topic just came about so in saying that uh It has been a while since I've danced, but I think I just want to say that if there's something that you're holding off on for fear of judgment or whatever the reason is, but you know it's something that you really love to do, just do it. I guess that's kind of the theme of this podcast because, you know, I I did it thinking that I don't have anything in mind that I want to share, but I just came and just did it anyways and see whatever came out. And again, it didn't have to be perfect, but as long as I had done something and here created it, the whole point of creativity is just to create and it's not the final outcome. And that is also something that I learned from my drawing journal that whatever I draw, it doesn't have to look good. The point is is that I just created something. And in this whole habit or pursuit or journey of just doing things for the sake of creativity, it really has brought a lot of empowerment in myself and knowing that I can create something as long as I just do something about it, be in action about it. And so yeah, like (laughs) to my surprise, I have this whole podcast that just came out, you know, with me even thinking that I don't have anything to say, but 
also deep down inside, I always have something to say because I think all the time. But I see the value in being creative and I, and being imaginative, imaginative. I'm making up words now. And daydreaming and having fantasies. I do s- sometimes spend nights just fantasizing about different experiences or scenarios that I would love to experience in my life. And I have to tell you, sometimes some of them come true. And when it does come true, I just, I have so much gratitude that it has come into fruition. And I, I never want to stop myself from daydreaming, from imagining, from being creative, because it is a practice to be the creator that we are, that I am of my life. So go create, go daydream, fantasize, get lost in your thoughts. I encourage it because it is truly the place of unlimited possibilities.